0: This is the last Hometime podcast of 2018. Obviously, tomorrow we'll have our bespoke any other business, but of the regular shows, this is the last one.
1: This is the last one we're going to be doing tomorrow's podcast later on because we've had a lot of requests from listeners, which are, they've got a very good point. If we did our early Any Other Business, you wouldn't hear Chris Rear finally turning up at home. Imagine going into Christmas and not knowing whether he got home. know anyway, he's only a couple of hundred yards away, but we, we just want to <laughs> see him safely in. You know the way someone gives you free rings to let, the, let them know that you're back. And then also the final, the 12th Dave of our 12
0: days of Christmas. Who will that Dave be? One thing's for certain, it will be a Dave. So here it is. Here's the podcast. Lost it. I'm done. <laughs> you would. T- I'm, done. I'm
1: done on this thing. What,
0: what 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 the podcast listener needs to know here is the way you just introduced the podcast. There, you were actually a little bit like a magician because you stood to one side, waved your arms as if to say. Here's the podcast. Here it is.
2: Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every
0: little helps. David Bowie, Ashes to Ashes on Absolute Radio. It's Andy Bush, Richie Firth, Hometime. Thursday afternoon. We'll be looking for our Dave for the penultimate 12 Daves of Christmas. Yeah. If you fancy it being you, text us 812 <laughs> 15.
1: So, as Richie alluded to at the start of the show, it is my birthday today. Happy not, birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you very much. I'm not going to bang on about it, I promise. But, and I'm, you know, it's great, I've got lovely friends, I'm very blessed, that kind of thing. But I have to be honest, and maybe you'll agree with me on this, birthdays beyond the age of, like, ten are not much cop. I'd say 10, the year, like, when you're 10 years old, that's peak birthday. Yeah, no, I would agree with that, Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, you know, it's kind of innocent, and you get all your friends together for a whole day. You make a whole day of it. And by, by a 10-year-old birthday, I mean, like, what I would love to do. Tonight, we're, we're just going to have, like, a quiet meal in and stuff like that. We're gonna, I'm going to order a takeaway from my favourite Turkish restaurant around the corner from live, oh. Which is nice, which is brilliant. Yeah. But when I was 10, I think what we did was... Uh, we booked a gymnasium and we had an indoor game of five-a-side football.
0: Incredible. Incredible. And my
1: dad went in goal because someone didn't turn up and he got hit (laughs) right in the face and his glasses (laughs) came off. This lad called Neil with this left foot like a traction engine (laughs) took my dad's glasses off (laughs) because dad's always playing tracky bottoms in goal.
0: (laughs) And I'd love that. I'd love to go and do that again. Do you know what I mean? If it was a 10-year-old birthday party for me and it was my birthday today, it's not because it's Andy's birthday. Not sure he's uh, said uh, yet. But uh, what we would do after the show is we'd go straight to a McDonald's. Do you remember when they used to have the old Ronald McDonald parties? Yes, with like a boat on maybe the uh, the top floor. <laughs> oh yeah, I love that. It would be a Ronald McDonald party. Well, Luke, could... Luke and Jason had come as well. Oh, the old
1: classic friends yeah. and stuff as well. We had a Wimpy in our little town centre in Trowbridge as well. So sometimes if we were lucky, went upstairs to the Wimpy. I'd say a Wimpy right. party was posher because you still got a crockery for that. Well, I'd be intrigued to know as well with Wimpy because I've not been to Wimpy in Donkey's years because they used to put the burger right in the centre and put the chips around it like a moat, like a <laughs> medieval moat remember? why
0: don't you sack off going <laughs> home to the family oh. sack off the Turkish restaurant you and I birthday celebrations clap and wimpy tonight. oh can you imagine it be so good let's go count me in
2: They asked for a podcast, we told
1: them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you want to be one of our Daves of Christmas, get involved now. We need to speak to you at 8, 12, 15. Uh, meanwhile, just kind of lamenting that uh, birthdays these days are nowhere near as good as they were when you were a kid. Uh, I was just saying, peak birthday, about 10 years old. So look, what about this? Just as a hypothetical exercise, if your next birthday party, in terms of its itinerary, was exactly like it was back when you were 10 years old, what would you be doing? Get in touch now. Neil Chapman says, Hi guys, my parents decided to take me and my friends on a hike. On the way, we found a magazine called Shave and Rave in a ditch. Thank you very much. <laughs> Don't want Neil anymore. <laughs> uh, hi guys, uh, if I was redoing my 10th year birthday, I'd be at home with no party, suffering the crushing disappointment of being given a GoBot instead of a Transformer.
0: Oh, that's too sad. Do
1: you remember GoBots? That's t- I do. They I were do. Like knockoff Transformers, weren't they? <laughs> uh, Becky and Crawley says, I'd be jumping around in the wave machine, swimming. Pool at the new close water palace in Pearly Way. Looking forward to salty chips and ice cream.
0: We speculated wow. earlier about the McDonald's or, or Wimpy parties, that's what I would have been doing. Yeah. Andy Kane in Sheffield wishes you happy birthday and then says, I was in Nottingham for my 43rd birthday in October and ended up in a Wimpy after I saw they still had one there. I can definitely confirm they still do the chips, moat and burger lighthouse thing. It was awesome, even if Mr Wimpy didn't turn up himself.
1: Oh, the actual part. This is the thing, though. What's stopping us from doing it? There's me thinking I'll be brilliant to go, like, and have a splash around in the wave machine at a swim pool. Why don't we just invite people and go and do these things?
0: Put the invite out to you earlier about the Clapham Wimpy. I'm happy to go after the show. Let's go do it. I'll have myself a big Bender burger. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie.
2: Absolute Radio. We
1: are at Dave Eleven of the Twelve Daves of Christmas.
0: Do you remember right back in the beginning when all we had was Dave from Kefili? Yeah. Do you remember that? We thought maybe
1: that's the only Dave. Is this going to work? Is this going to? Can we make a whole song out of Daves around the <laughs> United Kingdom? Thank you to all the Daves who got involved so far. We're nearly there, uh, but it's time to meet our eleventh Dave. Let's go to the phones and say, "Who's this?" Dave from Wembley. Dave from Wembley. Wembley. Sorry, Yay. it's the wrong way around. It's Dave. Yeah. Dave, can you see the Wembley? It's not the tower anymore, is it? It's like a hoop, arch, arch, yeah. hoop thing.
0: I, I can, I can see the
3: arch, but um, only when it's lit up. I can't see it now because it's only lit up when Spurs play. Ugh.
0: Well, let's not talk about that after <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Richie's actually wearing a funereal <laughs> suit after going to that game. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm also, I'm also a Tottenham fan, so I'm, I'm quite, I'm quite a happy, a happy Bally today. Oh, Richie. Off. I'm, a, I'm happy not to do the Dave thing today, you know. You
1: can't cancel a Dave on footballing <laughs> reasons. You chatter. You, chatted. you, you chatted. two make friends. Um, so, Dave, let's find out a bit about you. What What do you like to do in your spare time? Bar the Spurs thing, because we want to push Richie over the edge.
0: <laughs> uh, well, I've got two grown-up daughters. I've got a wife, Joe. Um, Go to the pub and watching football, basically. Oh, he's back, back on to it football, again, is he? i tell you what, let me give you a fact about Wembley. Yesterday, I gave out a fact <laughs> about Dave in Hull. Turned out to be very, very wrong. Very wrong. I've got a different fact today, and it's about Wembley. Dave, go did on. you know that the arch at Wembley Stadium is big enough and wide enough to drive a tube train through it? Well, yes. You knew that? Yes. Oh, dear. It's great. Well, that worked yeah. well. Okay. I, I just think
1: <laughs> there's very little chance that you two are going to be friends in the no, long term. We ain't going
0: to get on, Dave. Well, <laughs> definitely not. Definitely, not, definitely Look, not. And the arch is white, it's not red, is it?
1: Okay, listen. Uh, <laughs> even the Gallagher brothers fell out now and again. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so let's. Uh, Dave, are you ready to be our 11th Dave of Christmas? I am, yes. Fantastic. Well, listen, sing it loud and sing it proud because here we go.
0: Come on. The eleventh day
3: of Christmas my true love gave to me. Day from Wembley. Day from
2: Hull. Day from <laughs> Cholton. Day from Wymunda. <laughs> day from Newcastle. <Shreve>. Day from Shrewsbury. <laughs> <Gold. laughs>
3: day from Skulls.
2: Day from Dundee,
0: Day from Joy. Day from Telford. And a day from Gaffinley. <laughs> wow! <laughs> They I made up that. for him, they made up for him. He had him. a good
1: singing voice despite the fact he wound you up. <laughs> hey, tomorrow's the big one then, the crescendo. It is. Yeah. Chance to end it being the twelfth Dave. I don't mean end it like that, I just mean finish the song. <laughs> 8 1215 if you're up
0: for it.
2: Absolute Radio. The Home Time Podcast
0: with Bush and Richie. Republicans drop dead gorgeous on Absolute Radio. It's Home Time with Annie Bush and Richie Firth. We stay in the 90s after 5. I promise you some divine comedy and bling 182 on the way.
1: Just asking this question, if your next birthday party was the same as your 10th birthday party back in the day, what exactly would you be doing? We just need to know the itinerary, and people have just been going back to parties when you were 10. I was kind of thinking, I think 10, when you're 10 years old, that's peak birthday party. However, not for everyone. Andrew Iden says on Twitter, Hi guys, when I was 10, I went to one at the working men's club near my house. (laughs) According to my dad, the woman dressed as a princess was also the... Adult performer who performed the week before in the <laughs> games room. Also, a bloke with a real snake that gave all the younger kids nightmares as it attempted to bite a few of them. That's nice, isn't it? <laughs> Time. Bush and Richie.
2: With Tesco Mobile. Find great gifts, whoever you're shopping for. However, you do Christmas. Everyone's welcome at Tesco Mobile.
1: Actually, it's very unusual to listen to National Express and then look over and you're dressed like a National Express <laughs> driver with thank your, thank your you smart very suit much. On. Thank you.
0: I feel like you're going to warn me about putting my feet up on the adjacent seat or something like that. <laughs> I'm going to take my suit jacket off in a second. You'll see that I've actually got short sleeves on as well. The full coat dri- coach oh, driver look. They love a couple of pens <laughs> in front pocket. breast pocket, yeah. Uh, this is home time on a Thursday night with Andy Bush and Richie Firth. Uh, Kathleen has just texted, Richie, count me in on that midlife crisis. I'm also early 40s. I need to share with you what's happened here. So yesterday evening, I, straight after the show finished, scooted off to yeah. Arsenal versus Spurs in the Caraba. Cup semi uh, quarter final. The less said about that, the better. But I needed to get there quickly, mm-hmm. and I knew I was up against it for a kickoff time. So I said to the guys, Look, I'm going to have to shoot. Don't think me antisocial. As I got outside, my mate Peter, who I was going to the game with, yeah. had surprised me and sent along a limo bike. Now wow. I've never been on one of these before. If you don't know what they are, it's it's a, it's a high powered bike, but it's got the passenger seat on the back. Uh, the uh, the guy's carrying sort of like a spare helmet, a spare jacket, spare mm. gloves, all that kind of thing. I hop on and then you whiz to the uh, your, your destination at great speed.
1: See, the weirdest thing for me was I, I left just a couple of minutes after you, and and I'd heard that you were obviously you were, you were talking about going to the game or whatever. So I thought that'd be the last to see of you that night. Come out the doors at work, and you appear to be t- turning into like an Uber eats. <laughs> delivery guy with the (laughs) helmet on and everything like that as well.
0: Have you, like, been on a bike before? Here's the thing, right, here's the thing. So, way, way, way back when, I had, like, uh, a little scooter that okay. uh, I rode on my driver's licence so it was one of these things that was restricted to 49cc and 30 <laughs> mile an hour, and you could not get it to go any faster than that yeah. so it was Mickey Mouse and when I saw this thing last night I was conflicted I was thinking oh that's really kind of them to arrange this but I am really really scared Yeah, you know, because I've, I've, I've not done this kind of thing and I'm out of control and I saw you get on it and the bike nearly went <laughs> I know because you've I obviously know. got
1: to like, be right in the middle weight-wise, and I think you over-zealously got on, and the guy was like, what? <laughs> yeah, no. I carry
0: carrying a bit of timber these days. <laughs> but then, here's the thing, right, and this is where the midlife crisis comes in. It was only 15 minutes from the central London to out to the Emirates. If you don't know your capital city, it doesn't matter, but that is a miracle. 15 yeah. minutes. And I loved it. I loved having this this throbbing engine between my legs. As you're, oh, yeah. you're weaving in and out of the <laughs> traffic and all this, it was fantastic. And I got off the bike at, at the stadium, thinking I could do this. You know, I, I need a bike. This would be amazing.
1: So there you go. Your your midlife crisis might have begun. I think it's begun.
0: There's a there's a, a chrysalis of a of a crisis here.
1: A little seed chrysalis of a crisis. I like that. It's good, isn't it? I have one question about your drive, about your journey, the technicality of being. Is is it Pillion?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And I'll ask you it next.
2: Absolute Radio.
1: The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie.
2: It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them
1: talking. So there's me coming out of the building. Richie says he's going off to the Arsenal game and you're suddenly dressed up in kind of full motorbike leathers getting on the back of this courier's bike. Yeah, limo bike, yeah. Limo bike. Now, one question I just wanted to ask you about being the passenger on a bike is this do you hold on behind you, which seems unbelievably terrifying, will you hold behind your back, or do you put your arms around the midriff of a stranger you've never met before, holding on a little bit like, I don't know, halfway through the danger zone or something like that, you know?
0: So obviously I've never been passenger on a bike before so I didn't know what I was doing. So yeah, what'd you do? What's the etiquette? <laughs> so I got on and you, you, you put on uh, your, your, the, the helmet and you've got little speakers and the microphone so you can talk to the chap It is front. like Top Gun, isn't it? It is exactly like that. And as I straddle behind him, I Gave him this great big bear hug. Oh dear! Yeah. I, oh, I'm dear. thinking that's what you do. Yeah. And he goes, no, 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 mate. There's some handles behind you. So yeah, you are literally sat there. I mean, this isn't news to some people, but it, it was to me. You're sat there holding on behind, and you're like <laughs> leaning into corners, and, and oh, that was that was what got me leaning into corners. It was a corner. the thrill of
1: it all. Oh. But I love the fact that the bike had to take your hands off his waist to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not there, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: not there, Rich. Not
1: there, not there. That is unbelievable. I mean, because it's weird. I wouldn't want to do around the waist. Because you see some people doing round the waist. Yeah. And it's almost like, you know when, when two people are riding without a saddle back in the olden days on a horse?
0: And I guess you're kind of interrupting his lean as well, aren't yeah. you? You don't so, know whether
1: he needs to go one way or t'other. So you went all the way to the Emirates with hands behind back. I did indeed, I did, yeah. There you go, bit of pillion info for everybody, but mainly we're talking about midlife crisis.
0: This is my, this is my midlife crisis confession. If you've got one, I'd like to hear it. If you know someone who has them, share them please, Eight twelve fifteen, or you can tweet us at Absolute Radio like Sarah has. I'm suddenly feeling the need to get the tattoo I've been promising myself since I was about 18 years old. I guess that is another one as well. Don't leave that message without telling us what the tattoo is. <laughs> let us know. Please let
1: it be a celebrity.
2: The Hometown Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not Hometown anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio.
1: Paul Weller on Absolute Radio. <laughs> Home time on a Thursday night. We're going to be speaking to Chris Rear in the next ten on this show. Where did we leave him yesterday? Yesterday, he'd got as far... Uh, he was around the Leeds-Bradford area, area, wasn't he? He was around Leeds-Bradford, so he's obviously driving home for Christmas. Let's see how he's getting on. He's taken a strange little dog
0: leg to the left
1: that yeah. he didn't need to take. If you follow us on Twitter, at Absolute Radio, we've been plotting Chris's route, and uh, it's uh, slapdash, to say
0: the least. <laughs> this is one of those shows where I actually hope my wife isn't listening right now, because you guys are very, very much encouraging, me towards a a full-on midlife crisis involving motorbikes. Buying a
1: motorbike. If you were to go through, having just been on this bike yesterday and
0: fallen in love with it, what kind of bike would you go
1: for, Richie? What can you see yourself on?
0: Oh, power! it would be powerful. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, One of these uh, full-on superbikes. Oh, see, I thought you might go for one of the more sedentary kind of No, 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 no. I liked that feeling between my legs. (laughs) I did,
1: there's, I did. There's a lovely statement for the show.
0: Well, Gary in Norfolk says, go for a richie motorcycle's best fun you can have with your clothes on. Wee. Uh, Jackie goes on to say, though, she says, age mid-45, I took the leap this year, just got me full bike licence.
1: Uh, biker Bob from Edmonton, so he's already a biker, says, hi lads, I went on a microlight flight for my 50th birthday. <laughs> now, uh, micro light, that's the. it's like part kite,
0: part... Lawnmower, kite. I've just, I've just Google imaged a microlite Yeah, you're not far off it. Yeah, part kite. Yeah, part motorised Sinclair C5. I'd say it's definitely in the ballpark of
1: <laughs> what I would describe as a midlife crisis. <laughs>
2: They
0: asked for a podcast. We
2: told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the
1: Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's day four of his drive home for Christmas. It's an honour to have on the phone for you right now on Absolute Radio, Mr Chris Rear. Who's it,
3: that <laughs> <Andy? laughs> Mommy? It's Chris Rhea here. Yes. I'm, I'm driving home for Christmas. Right. <laughs> I'm making poor progress today. Poor up! Progress. You know why? Why? Because it's top to toe in tailbacks, canny lad. Oh, yeah. you understand? <laughs> top to toe in tailbacks. So,
0: so, where have you got to?
3: I've just stopped off at the motor services off the A1M Leaming Bar, <laughs> not far from Cadric, and it's not a moment too soon, let me tell you, canny lad. I picked up Nick Knowles. You know Nick Knowles of yeah. the DIY Programme. And, and the I jungle. Aye, oh, the jungle. The fella won't stop singing in the car. <laughs> He thinks that gravelly voice is sexy. It's disgusting, man. It's not a lousin. it's disgusting. A fella like. trying to concentrate on the road and listen to my Elaine Page sings 50 Cent CD. (laughs) And all I can hear is that monotonous draw on me logos. In the end I said, Nick, I said, Nick, I said, Nick, you're going to have to get out, man. Have to get out. So, he's gone into the McDonald's there in his cowboy boots for a premium crispy bacon clubhouse sandwich. And, if he's got anything about him, to think about his (laughs) behaviour.
1: Outrageous. I
3: tell you what, I think I've got this man with all that Singing, any road. while he's queuing up, I'm going in for a number two. Right, okay. Oh, aye, aye, aye. I've not rated this place yet for Chris Rea's double flush test. <laughs> but so far, it looked like the facility should be good, and any fecal waste
0: product should disappear, <laughs> no problem. That's okay, great but... news for Brothers. Really, really,
3: really good. Ay, 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 lads! But I've got to get in the box quick. Oh, I've got to get in that military style because I have been dying to deliver my payload over the Pacific Rim for a. 17 miles now. <laughs> and it's causing me some discomfort. To be honest, fellas, oh, it's some discomfort. <coughs> By the way, if the wife's listening, can you get some breaded mushrooms as a starter before me lamb shank, please, love? Oh, no, no, better still, calamari! Calamari! <laughs> Stop calamari! Come on, love. Listen, (laughs) I won't be long, love. I'll just drop Nick Knowles off in Ketterick. I'll be driving up the gravel driveway for Christmas. See you tomorrow, fellas. Chris Rhea. Cheers, Chris. Absolute
2: Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast
0: with Bush and Richie. It's been a party feel to being in here today. It's been Andy's birthday. We've had some hey. uh, had some cake. We've had some biscuits. Uh, one of the slight oddities to it is, despite the fact it's your birthday, I'm actually dressed in a suit with a black tie today because before the show, I had to go to a funeral uh, for my uncle. And it's one of those mm. one of those occasions, obviously that you you do want to make sure that you're not late for. Totally, I bet. So there's been a lot of planning involved in the day to mm-hmm. get down to it and then be able to uh, come back up for, for work as well today. But actually, it went too far the other way and it was one of those awkward occasions where it actually turned up early. Early at a funeral. And that is not somewhere that you wanna be early. <laughs> when you when you turn up to when you turn up to the crematorium, obviously as time goes by, you don't necessarily see your family as often. Mm-hmm. Also your eyesight fades, so you're there and you're parked up, you're thinking Is that my, is that, is that such and such over there? Is that Uncle Bill? Can't really see. Oh, yeah, look, other people are here. Let's get out the car, let's walk over. Let's walk over. Oh, no, it's not. No, no, actually, that's another service. That's another service. It's the one before us. Okay, let's go back. It was one of the worst times I've actually been somewhere early ever. Do you know what? The worst thing is about it, and, you know, they're, they're
1: horrible things, aren't they? But, you know, when you do go to the crematorium, you kind of think that, you know, you're allowed quite a big bit of time to grieve and all that. They kind of, they kind of... Pack you in and get yeah, you out because he's got you, the next lot yeah, coming in. Do you
0: could know I mean? go go through quickly. Dare so I
1: say conveyor belt? But it ain't that far no, off. No,
0: but you don't want to get there early, and that's what I did do today. And uh, yeah, yeah. Then he wandered in on the wrong service.
1: You'd look like a grief
0: tourist. Yes, you would. Just wanted yes, to check it you out. you would, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I, would, I would love to hear, if, if you've been in a situation where you've got somewhere early and it's been more awkward than that. If it didn't necessarily have to be an awkward story. Tales of getting somewhere early, I would like to hear. 8, 12, 15. Maybe something brilliant happened because you got there early. Definitely, that's uh, the flip side. Back,
1: I mean, I've talked about this before on the show. wasn't that long ago, I remember back in that era of early gigs at the Exeter Lemon Grove where we would get, get to the venue about three hours before the support band were on, sit cross-legged out the front by the door, waiting for the the bouncers to open up, hoping that you might be able to get in and see a sound check. Yeah.
2: for a podcast we told them to do it themselves and here it is the Home Time Podcast
1: with Bush and Richie. love this I got to a Star Trek movie early I took my seat to find I saw the ending of the previous showing and then <laughs> had to sit there until the place emptied
0: says this person <laughs> what a nightmare uh, Ed got to Guildford Crematorium what he thought was slightly late got ushered into the service it was only after he says that he told the strangers that he was standing there with that it was his auntie did he realise it was actually the wrong service and he'd had the wrong day. Oh my lord, that's no. so bad. <laughs> that's not just a bit, early, no, That's Ed.
1: going to a complete stranger's funeral. Yeah.
0: And paying your respects.
1: Which is strange. A twelve fifteen, Biffy Clyro next. Home time with Bush and Richie.
2: With Tesco Mobile. Find great gifts whoever you're shopping for. However you do Christmas. Everyone's welcome at Tesco Mobile.
0: Andy in Portsmouth, gents, I was to meet my wife at a registry office for her friend's wedding who I didn't really know. I'd been out to the shops, so I had some bags with me and when I got there, I was ushered into the service which I sat through for 30 minutes. Fair enough. My wife was not in there. I soon realised I was in the wrong wedding. Oh, no. On completion, I tried to do a runner, but was grabbed by the photographer and made to stand <laughs> in the group photos. Shopping bags and all with the words, don't be shy. Oh, I've no idea whose wedding this was or whose wedding pictures I now star in. Deeply unsettled by the phrase on completion in that text
1: as well. <laughs> uh, Gregor in Lewisham says, Bush and Firth, when I turned up to my piano teacher's place very early for her to take me to my grade six. Yes, Richie, great. Grade Six exam. Yeah, I man. knocked and let myself in and sat on the sofa. Unbeknownst to me, she was taking a bath. <laughs> oh, God. Read ahead, read ahead, read ahead. <laughs> and then, on hearing the knock, went to the door, starker's. Oh. I sat motionless on the sofa as she tropes back to the bathroom. <laughs> and as a 13 year old, seeing a 70 year old woman naked and scared, scared the bejesus out of me. We never spoke about it again.
2: Absolute radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometown Podcast
1: with Bush and Richie. I think the big story of the day has got to be uh, these drones closing Gatwick Airport.
0: Undeniably, it's unbelievable.
1: Yeah. I, I'm not talking about like one or two drones here. It's like being a day of drones. There, it's like mm. a concerted effort. It seems by like a team of people, team of scumbags flying st- these things. It All
0: started last night, didn't it? It's been going on nearly 24 hours now.
1: So they've stopped all the flights. No one's been flying in or out of Gatwick. No. A huge amount of uh, disruption, and you just only have to look at the news to see those nightmare kind. Of pictures of like people or families sleeping on the mm. floor because they're supposed to be going away and they can't, all that kind of thing. Huge disruption, people trying to get away for Christmas. We've got uh, Claire, the producer of the Dave Berry Breakfast Show here on Absolute Radio, supposed to be going home to Dublin for Christmas mm. tomorrow. That ain't going to happen because they've got this backlog going on. Uh, we've had loads of texts and messages in from you guys, our listeners, as well, uh, about stuff being ruined. Uh, Joanne and her family, they've had their flight to Orlando cancelled. Their 10 year old is really gutted I, I, as I, well. I
0: hate hearing that kind of thing. It's horrible. You're only going to Orlando for one reason this time of year, is it? I, I, know. I, I hate that getting ruined. It's awful. But I've never heard a news
1: thing like it, but I feel like we need to be a bit more proactive, almost in terms of, like, calling out the National Guard, like they used to do in, like, 1950s B-movies a little bit. (laughs) We can kind of sit here and moan about it or try and do something about it. I was thinking, right, because at the moment, if you look on the news channels, there's, like, the police skulking around trying to find these guys or whatever they're doing. But I reckon get on the forum, spread the word. There must be uh, a UK clay pigeon shooting forum. Because it's... (laughs) Get out there, <laughs> form a line, and just try and take them out.
0: Just take them out. Poof, do you know what I mean? It's got a whiff off. Do you remember the old Hanna-Barbera uh, cartoon, Catch the Pigeon? Yes. When uh, when they moved on from Wacky Races and Dick Dastard and Mali <laughs> were Cat trying to uh, catch catch a pigeon. It's, it's a story I covered once, actually, recently in Hitler's Toilet uh, about... Actually trying to come up with a machine that that catches drones it 's very very things. difficult I think it was the Dutch that had managed to uh, train some falcons. Uh, to actually take down a drone in mid flight. That was one thing they were thinking of doing. Do you know what? I'd
1: love it as well because I would love, these guys have obviously, you know, they're probably like, probably little tech nerds in cagulls, these fellas. Probably descendants of the people who were on Robot Wars 15, 20 years ago <laughs> with a little aerial and the, the peak cap. But wouldn't it be great? I'd just love to see their faces to have their pride and joy uh, drone smashed to pieces by a falcon. Oh, yeah. Or someone from a local clay pigeon shooting club.
0: Either would be great right now.
1: So look, if you're good at play pigeon shooting, maybe you're brilliant at paintball or, or, damn it, if you're even any good at laser quest, get in touch now and let's put together some kind of task force. Or you're dastard,
0: Liam Mutley.
2: Absolute Radio. The Home
1: Time Podcast with Bush and
2: Richie. is what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them
1: talking. Time to do This.
0: A quiz question I won't give you too long a time to answer because you probably won't get the answer. What do you think is the number one must-have Christmas gift in South Korea for 2018? Uh, Is it like a a spongy cat doll? (laughs) They love a spongy cat. They do, they do. It's not the answer. Damn. Uh, They are buying tens of thousands of Kim Jong-un moisturising face masks. Wow, so this is South Korea, not North Korea. Yes, to be clear, it is South Korea. They have been promised a visit uh, by Kim Jong-un in the new year, which is uh, a turning point in relations uh, for the two countries that have technically been at war since 1953. Yeah. But Kim Jong-un has promised a visit to Seoul in the new year and they're all very excited by it. Oh. So uh, they have released a Kim Jong-un moisturizing face mask but the key thing about it is you know these face masks you put on yeah when you put it on the other side of it that doesn't moisturize you Looks like Kim Jong Un. That's really weird. What is in like an actual plastic mask that comes down? Absolutely. Oh yes. wow! So you will look like Kim Jong Un whilst you are having uh, your your face moisturised. Our producer has just come around to have a look. Have a look. Here you are. Just so you can uh, <laughs> see. There you are. That's our nameless producer, yeah. Adam. Uh, that's him laughing. It, it looks fantastic, uh, but they really do work. Uh, the actual moisturising uh, comes from uh, a mount. The Pikachu Mountain, uh, which is a... I might have pronounced that wrong. Pikachu's uh, (laughs) definitely a Pokemon, as far as I can tell. Is it? uh, A sacred active volcano on the border of China and North Korea. And you can have that on your face, looking like (laughs) Mr. Kim.
1: What about that? Maybe they'll start like a Great Dictators range of them or something (laughs) like that. Do you mean Stalin or something like that? That's really weird. That's really, really weird. Starting price, £2.80. Hey, that's a bargain. (laughs)
2: Home time podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home
1: time anymore.
2: But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. That's
1: it. That's the end of another podcast. I uh, hope you've enjoyed it. Don't forget to uh, What some... well, Do you know what? Do you
0: know what? Do you know what? I've got to say, I don't know why we turn up at the end of these podcasts. It's yes. a struggle for us. It's the last thing we do at the end of the day. And we've actually got a high-end comedian to write us a bespoke song. I put it to you. We don't need to end the podcast. Let's just have Bill do it. Take it away, Bill Bailey.